Hey, I want to welcome you to the Martin McLean Podcast. This is episode 11. Today's topic, the reflections of a dad. Now, I want to talk to you about what I experienced as a dad. Now, I've been a dad for about 29 years, and I've had some highs and lows. Uh, my wife, Stephanie, and I, we've actually raised four children. Yesterday, our youngest turned 20, so now we have four children in their 20s, so I feel like no longer having a teenager, maybe I can become more of an expert in fatherhood because they all made it to their 20s, three of whom are married, and they've married really good people. And so, you know, just having a, a brief time of reflection, I'm going to speak off the cuff today. It's going to be a little bit different uh, than it usually is on the Marty McLean podcast. Uh, remember, this is a podcast about life, religion, and politics. And today, I'm just going to talk a little bit about life. And I'm, I'm just going to, right off the cuff, just talk about disciplining your children. It's interesting. I was driving to work today, and I heard on the radio from some American Pediatric Association or some organization like that, they were talking about raising your children. And the announcer said, remember, do not spank your children. It only makes them more aggressive, and it doesn't work. And I thought, well, that's not been my experience. I know that when I was a child and I got spanked, I received corporal punishment, if you want to call it that. I know it sure changed my behavior, and it changed my attitude. And I know as a parent that when we had to discipline our children, uh, it really changed their their behavior, and I would like to think it changed their course of life. But I understand a lot of people nowadays, you are afraid to spank your children. And you're afraid that when you go to the pediatrician, somebody's going to report you to defects or something like that. I'm just being honest. I mean, that's kind of the fear that people have nowadays. And I, I can understand that because you do have organizations uh, that come out. Like, for instance, here's this one article I have. It says, spanking is still really common and still really bad for kids. I'm thinking, I, I don't think that is correct. But here's uh, one of the findings I have from the research. It says, quote, some estimates are that by the time a child reaches the fifth grade in the United States, 80% of children have been spanked. Now, that says George Holden, a professor of psychology at the Southern Methodist University. And he studies parenting and corporal punishment. And uh, from the American Academy of Pediatrics, uh, they represent $67,000. They came out strongly against the practice. They said, quote, it harms children. And it doesn't change their behavior for the better and may make them more aggressive later in life. You know, I read stuff like this and I hear stuff like that on radio and I'm like, you know, that is not uh, my experience. Anecdotally, I can tell you that from personal experience, being the recipient of corporal punishment and personal experience uh, spanking my children, that it actually, it actually does work if you do it right. And there's nothing wrong with it. Now, I, will, I looked up something from Focus on the Family, which I, I trust Focus on the Family, and they have an article about disciplining your children about uh, the concept of spanking. And they quote Proverbs 12, uh, 23, 13, and 14, which states, Do not withhold discipline from your child. If you spank him with a rod, he will not die. If you strike him with a rod, you will save him you will save his soul from Sheol. And of course, also, we know the famous Proverbs 13, 24. If you spare the rod, you spoil the child. 
Now, what, so, you know, the Bible teaches this, and we also have organizations like the Pediatric Association, and of course you have the infamous, and I say infamous because I think infamous is the type of word I would use for American Psychological Association because I really don't, I I really don't trust a lot that they put out um, about morals and about parenting. I I don't agree because here's one of the things they put out. Alan Kasdan, the director of the Yale Parenting Center and former president of the American Psychological Association, he has called spanking, quote, a horrible thing that does not work and says that what does work is enthusiastic approval of good conduct. Now, I'm all for the approval of good conduct. I mean, you need to praise children. You need to tell them when they do stuff right. You need to encourage them. I I am totally 100% for that, but that's not that's just not always the case. So I like what the article from Focus on the Family, uh, what they write about spanking and when it may be appropriate. And they say sometimes when a, you know spanking may be appro- appropriate would be when a child is in an extremely unsafe situation or they are deliberately defiant and disobedient or they're severely disrespectful. And they also add that spanking is not appropriate when a child is simply being childish, impulsive, or if they've had an accident. And then they give some biblical principles for spanking, which I I like these. Uh, It needs to be done within a loving parenting relationship as their last resort uh, with self-control and calmness and without anger, which is true, for a short period of time and early in your child's life. Now, they say spanking usually is appropriate between the ages of 18 months and six or seven years of age. Now, some can kind of give or take with some of the upper end of those ages. And it says beyond that, it can breed discontent and passive-aggressive behaviors. And it also needs to be done privately whenever possible. So I am all for uh, corporal punishment when it's done in a loving relationship between parent and child, not done out of anger. It's done to correct uh, behavior that is beyond beyond the pale, and uh, I know in our with, with our children, we we I spanked all four of our children, uh, some more than others. I had one, my oldest son, and you know he'd look at me, and when I'd get on to him, and even after I'd spank him, I'd say, or, you know, let him know, hey, are you going to do better? And he'd look at me, and he'd just say stuff like, yes, ma'am. Now he would call me ma'am. You know, feminine. You know, I'm his dad. And you know what that is. That's just incredible disrespect. And so it really wasn't getting through with him. And one of the things I remembered that my mama said is that she never spanked us with a switch because when she was growing up, she got spanked with a switch and it, it hurt really bad. So I thought, you know what? I need to try the switch. And I discovered that after I spanked him with a switch, I didn't have to hardly spank him again. A switch totally changed his life. I mean, switch is going to sting. It's going to be a sharp sting. It's just going to alter your behavior. It's going to give you a consequence for bad behavior. And it's a consequence that you really don't want. And it's a deterrent. And so when children are not able to make the choice from within to do the things that are right at a certain age, then you have to have an outward constraint to direct them in the right in the right way. And you want eventually for them to internalize the right behavior. And as a Christian, you want them to, to accept Christ and have the presence of the Holy Spirit in their life, producing the fruit of the Spirit, walking in obedience to the Lord. 
but that's that's part of parenting. You, you do have to discipline your child. You can also look at Hebrews tra- chapter 12, uh, verses 5 through 11. You want some uh, a more understanding about discipline and how God disciplines us. But anyway, discipline is part of raising kids. I, I, it just is. And uh, if you have to dis- discipline your kids, do it loving. Uh, don't do it out of anger, like the article said. Uh, and you want to do it kind of as a, as a last resort. But there are other ways that you have to discipline your, your children as well. As they get older, you, you take privileges from them, you know, the grounding and all that. And, and take away their cell phones, stuff like that. Don't be afraid to discipline your children uh, in, in ways that are meaningful, ways that they can associate with, with right and wrong. And give them an explanation as to wh- why you're leading them, leading them in a certain direction. I think that's one of the things I could have done a better job with. I could have told my children why we do what we do a little bit better than what I did. But anyway, discipline is part of parenting. Also, part of parenting is having fun with your kids. That's one of the things that Stephanie and I, we really tried to do. Uh, we would have movie night once a week. Uh, we'd have make, you know, have the cookies we'd make, uh, or we'd make a pie or something, and we'd have movie night. And I can always remember, the, as the kids got over, older, we were really careful what we let them watch on TV. I mean, we were. We didn't want them to watch um, highly sexualized movies and, and cuss words and all that stuff. We just, we didn't want that. And one of the things that we do, we'd always kind of go to a resource like pluggedin.com to read reviews on movies. And also we had a little device that we could hook up to our TV called the Parental Guardian. And if there's like a PG movie and it had some cuss words in it, what it would do is the Parental Guardian would read the closed caption. And then when the people on the screen would say a cuss word, it would silence it out. Or we wouldn't be sitting there watching movies with cuss words uh, with our children. And so we were, you know, we didn't, we wanted to be consistent, even in our entertainment choices, that, you know, we weren't going to say cuss words, we weren't going to use language like that, and we didn't want to be, enter- you know, be entertained with them watching movies and shows that had those types of words in them. Uh, it just didn't seem consistent. So we tried to be consistent with that. And there is the parental guardian, if you have, Dish TV, you can get it for an app now for your television. Even though the kids are all gone, me and Stephanie still have the dish, and we still have the uh, Parental Guardian on the dish, so that when we see, uh, when we watch movies or shows together, the cuss words are are silenced out. I don't, I don't want to hear them. I mean, you're going to hear them out in the world, but I don't want to be entertained hearing them. That's just, you know, the way I feel about it. Also, we got it. Uh, uh, we also subscribe to a service called VidAngel, where we can stream movies through this service and it will edit out any objectionable scenes or cuss words. You can have them silenced out. So just some ways that you can watch movies and shows without seeing uh, the gratuitous uh, immoral stuff or hearing the words that are inappropriate. So I would highly recommend those. But we did that with the kids. Uh, we would play, there were times where we played hide and go seek at night. That was always really fun. Um, but we would get the movies and, you know, a lot of times we'd get the Christian movies and it was, it was funny cause, uh, we'd get the, the Christian movies that would be dove approved. And you know, when they're dove approved, they had that little white dove on it. And a lot of times, uh, my kids, when they'd see the movie and it had a white dove on it, but they would be like, Oh no, it's dove approved cause they thought it was going to be cheesy. Now, cheesy movies are okay unless you're lactose intolerant, then you're not going to be able to handle a cheesy movie. It's dad humor right there. But, you know, we wanted to have entertainment with kids and have a good time with them. 
because that's really important as a family, especially as a dad, that, that you can discipline your kids, but then at the same time, you, you can have a good time with them. You can, you can laugh with them. And uh, also we had family devotionals at night. Uh, we'd read from a little Bible, Bible book or a Bible story or something, and, and everybody would pray. And, you know, it was, just, it was just a good time. So we wanted to be consistent with what we taught them. We wanted to be consistent. You know, I, we didn't want to do things just because I was a minister. We weren't going to do right. We, you know, we were going to do right because we love the Lord, because we wanted to follow Jesus. And we wanted them to see that consistency in the home. And that was very important. That's what we tried to do. I'm not saying we were perfect, uh, but we had a heart to do that. Also, you know, the kids would get involved in sports. Uh, my son, my oldest son, Marty Jr., when he played football, first year he played, the coach, he had basically two plays, one to the right side and one to the left side. And they just were not well coached. And so I decided next year I was going to, I was going to coach this team. And I coached this football team for two years. We lost the championship the first year, won it the second year. We had a blast. I mean, it was an incredible bonding experience. Uh, one of my daughters, my youngest daughter, ran cross country. I'd had to run cross country with her uh, because when we moved up to the Atlanta area, she had to run with the boys. We didn't know any of those boys. They're running out in the woods. Coach let me run. I couldn't stay with them, but at least I could be out in the woods. I had, you know, just kind of stuff you would do. But anyway, um, I had a good time running cross country and being with her. Uh, oldest daughter, she was involved in cheerleading. You know, we'd go to the cheerleading competition. Uh, two, it made me think this morning. The two loudest places I think I've ever been. Now, I've been to Sanford Stadium, football games, University of Georgia. I mean, it's loud. But the two places that I've been that are the loudest ever in my life that I can think of. The number one place is Chuck E. Cheese in Savannah, Georgia on Abercorn. The loudest place I've ever been. So loud that when I left, my ears hurt because it's quiet outside. The second place was cheerleading competition in Houston County. It was crazy. But anyway, going to these you know, activities with your kids, your kids get involved in all these activities and you participate in it with them, you can coach them, you can take them, uh, you go to their events. Uh, it, it was a blast. Be it cheerleading, cross-country football, youngest son played football. Uh, we, we went to all these events. It was fun. It, it was just fun. It was tiring. It would wear you out. But that was just the course of life that, uh, that we were in. And we, and we had a blast. So, you know, be involved with your kids. When they're involved in sports, when they're involved in activities, get involved. You have to coach, coach. You'll, you'll wind up having a lot of good memories associated with it. Um, you're going to have to discipline your kids. It, it also reminded me of a time of going to an event and also having to exercise discipline. My, my oldest son, Marty Jr., for some reason, We'd always go places, and we'd get five, ten minutes down the road, and he'd always say, I don't have any shoes. I forgot to put my shoes on. And I'd be like, how do you forget to put your shoes on? We're going wherever we're going, and you don't have shoes. Why don't you have shoes on? I cannot tell you how many times that happened. Well, one day we're going to a cheerleading competition, and it's in Milledgeville at the Georgia College and State University there. And my oldest son, Marty Jr., we get in the car, we're... 15 minutes down the road, and he says, I don't have my shoes. I don't have my shoes. I forgot to put my shoes on. And I'm thinking, how do you leave the house, 
knowing where we're going and not wear shoes. And it was at that point I realized we can't go back. And so I told him, I said, look, we're not going back to get your shoes. You're going to have to walk around in your socks all day long. And so all day long at a cheerleading competition, he had to walk around in his socks. And guess what? After that, he never forgot his shoes again. It's amazing how that worked. Well, that's one of those parenting times where, you know, it's kind of fun to do. If I'm honest, it's a little bit fun seeing him walk around in his socks. But also I knew that I couldn't tell him any longer. It didn't, I felt like I told him enough, and the only way he's going to learn is to have to walk around all day in his socks. And he learned after that, and he, the, he always, he probably sleeps in his shoes right, you know, now for all I know. But he learned that he needed to, he needed to wear his shoes. And so, you know, you're going to have discipline with your kids. Uh, you're going to have fun with them. You're going to participate in the events that they do. You're going to have family devotionals. You, you want to have a consistent life. You want them to see that how you present yourself in public is how you are in private. That's very important for a child to see consistency in public and in the private. And, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Always be willing to apologize to your kids. If, if you've made a mistake, always be willing to say, you know, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. And, and let me say this. You've got to be on board with, with your spouse. I, I've got a wonderful wife, Stephanie. Uh, we were in it together. I mean, I was, she was the one who, she's able to schedule everything, make sure everybody's where they needed to be. You know, she'd let me know, here's where we need to be. Here's what we need to do. And I was like, that's fine. And she did a wonderful job organizing all that, keeping the kids and wherever they needed to go. I had no idea. If it was up to me, they would have missed half, half of the stuff they were supposed to go to. She's awesome with that. Uh, I try to help things be fun, and I tried to provide uh, the discipline uh, when it was needed. And we kind of worked really good in tandem together. God blessed us. And you know, we're really, really proud, really proud of our, of our children. Like I say, they've married wonderful spouses. Virginia's married to Philip. Uh, we couldn't ask for a better guy. Marty's married to Megan, a wonderful, wonderful young lady. Couldn't ask for any better. Macy's married to Caleb. We couldn't ask for any better. I, I'm serious. We are very blessed with the people that our children have married. And it, it just does us good. And our children, now that they're all grown, they like each other. They like being around each other. And that is, that's a blessing. I, I cannot tell you how much of a blessing that is. And so, you know, there are, just being a, a dad, you have a lot of memories. And, and then when the kids are all together like they were for Stephen's birthday a few days ago, yeah, it can kind of make you get a little bit surfy, a little sappy, a little nostalgic. And, and you can only let it go that go so far. And then you have to you know, say, okay, you got to keep living your life. You know, it was a great time, great raising them. Uh, they're all going away from home. They're living on their own. It's good. Life is good. And it really is. Me and Stephanie are having a blast. But, uh, you know, there's things that you think back on. Like my youngest son, Stephen. We raised him a little bit differently than the other three. Because the other three, like I said, we had them within 30 months. And then seven years later, we had Stephen. Then they're all gone. And he's like, what, 11, 12 years old. And it's just the three of us. And so, you know, we, me and him were more buddy buddies in some ways. And I, I can remember, it's, I think it's been about three or four years ago. We had our last wrestling match. And guys, do you remember that last wrestling match that you had with your son? I remember it was Steven. We, we started in one end of the house, wound up in the other end of the house. And, you know, technically I won, but he said that I should have been disqualified. But, you know, that's, hey, 
my house, my rules. And, uh, but I knew after that last time I, I, I could not wrestle him again because it would not end well for me. And, you know, I can even remember the last time I wrestled my dad. Uh, me and my brother wrestling. He had my brother on the floor, and I, I was on the other side of the room, and I came running full speed with a flying knee to the back and laid my daddy out. And after that, we didn't wrestle anymore. So, I mean, you know, there, there comes a time where certain things end. And anyway, but being a parent, being a dad, it's a blast. If you are a dad, invest in your kids. Discipline them. Love them. Let them know you love them. Be consistent with them. Be the same in, in private as you are in public. Uh, just participate in their activities with them. And then one day they're, they're going to grow up. And, you know, even to this day, now our, our children bless us. And they're wonderful to be around. I like hanging out with our kids. You know, I'm at a point, you know, if we just hung out with our kids and, and our grandkids. That's awesome to me. So we're having a blast. And, and there's some things, like I said, I, I would have done differently. I didn't do everything maybe correct completely. I would have done things differently. I would explain some things a little bit better, but you know, you don't get any do-overs. Um, but I, I, I think Stephanie would agree with me. We feel extremely blessed uh, by our children and they are a blessing to us and we see them making a difference in this world. And so if you have young kids, enjoy your time. Enjoy your time because it it goes so quickly. And the way this world is today, if you want to know how this world is right now, listen to some of my previous podcasts. I'll give you a good idea. But, you know, your kids need to have a solid foundation. They need to know that they have safety at the house. And they need to be equipped as to how to live in this world uh, in the way that God wants them to live. But parenting is, is an incredible uh, privilege and an awesome responsibility that you've been given if you are a parent. And I just want to encourage you to, to not take it lightly. Don't waste the years because they're going to go fast enough. Enjoy them. And then when your kids do get grown, enjoy that empty nest because that's something me and Stephanie are doing as well. So I just want to thank you so much for being a part of the Marty McLean podcast today. I hope you have a great week. And as always, if you'd like to refer this podcast to a friend, please do. And if you would like to leave a review on iTunes, that would be greatly appreciated. Every review helps. Uh, just be honest, but what you'd like to, that's fine with me. God bless you. I hope you have a great week. See you next time on the Marty McLean Podcast.